and welcome back this is the price to sell podcast and i'm your host matthew campoli today we're bringing you another marvelous episode we're bringing you a really good story today actually we have a amazing guest came all the way from windsor took a bit of a hike to get here so thank you for that hike well thank you for having uh, me of course it's none other than mr aditya soma thank you so much thank you and um let's uh so we'll get right into a little bit about you uh I know your story is incredible. Yeah. So I think a lot of people will be inspired by where you started to where you're at now. So let's, let's get right into that. Sure. So first of all, thank you for producing such an awesome content because, you know, as an agent, there is not much content in Canada for realtors to stay motivated, right? Like, so yeah. for us, it's, it's kind of a, for me, I, I start my day with uh, listening to some cool stories. So definitely, you know, yours is one of them. So I thank appreciate you. that. It's all about the... We need that in this business. Yeah, exactly. Because there's, there's so much, you know, we have really bad days. We have really good days. Yep. It's so up and down that you need the consistency or something that can give you a consistent, motivating Yeah, like a fuel for your vehicle. So the vehicle will run smoothly. Exactly. That's how I look at it. So, yeah, um, to tell about me, um, I'm actually a, an immigrant to this country. Uh, came to Canada in 2012 as a student uh, from uh, India, a small village called Parkal in a Telangana district. So, um, you know, my farmers uh, are fa- uh, my parents are farmers, uh, worked their whole life. So they borrowed money to send me here. Um, so long story short, <coughs> I, I, I went to school, uh, studied, and after graduation, I got into um, software, you know, like many immigrants were, you know, struggled during the study time to find a job because, you know, it's it's whole new country, new language, um, new culture, a lot of things to learn. Um, after I got into software job, that's where like my, you know, real um, different, trying different things have started, like, because, you know, I, I, I was in debt uh, to come to Canada, yeah. almost like 50,000. And then... Uh, Two years later, after my graduation, after I got my job, um, my sister wedding was planned. That's another 100,000 coming, which is like a year down the road. Yeah. So back home, it's um, the you know, boy's responsibility to take care of the family. So it was my responsibility to take care of that debt. So I, now it took me two years to pay off my study loan after graduating. So now I have another big debt coming in. So that's how that pain, that, that responsibility... Um, put me in a position where I have to search for something uh, that I need to make more money. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to do traveling. That's something that I love to, and I want to go back home often. But after seeing like, you know, working in an IT job for um, nine to five, uh, I didn't see that could happen just with a job because the salary was not enough. So yeah, long story short, that's how I got into real estate by trying different things. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people um, have that sort of that fuel or that fire, which for you was created by having the debt to pay off. Yeah. Um, it's never fun. <laughs> never a good feeling, you know, waking <laughs> up. And it's like, especially if the job you're in, 
if you're running the numbers and you know it can't keep up yeah if you feel like you're always gonna be behind right yeah honestly that was the biggest reason uh <coughs> why i got into sales um because you know the hundred thousand debt i did my math like you know i, I at that time my salary was like eighty thousand per year um and after paying the uh my living expenses like if i be like live frugally i could save like two to three thousand a month so i calculated like hundred thousand in order to pay that it takes me like 50 months i don't want to wait that long so that was a reason yeah i i i had a similar thought process when i got out of school it's like you know i can make a certain amount after x amount of years i'm like no i need to get in something that there's no ceiling yeah right so where were you did you come by yourself when you came yeah had how, a student. Was, how was that oh, man. did you speak I, english I mean, so I went to school back home, mm -hmm. uh, which is completely in English. Okay. Uh, but, you know, my English was like completely broken when I came. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even like until four years ago, you can still see a difference. So uh, I'm still working it, working yeah. on it. Yeah. It's pretty good though. Yeah. And, um, but how was that though? You're coming by yourself. Yeah. So mm, first thing, it's, 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 you know, a huge difference, right? Like f going from like having family, friends, because back home it's heavily dependent on the family, like for everything. And all of a sudden after coming here, no family, no friends that I grew up with. So all of a sudden it's like a halo in myself. Like mm -hmm. now I have to figure out everything by myself. Uh, honestly, like after two and a half years, like one day I woke up, literally I had tears in my eyes and I booked my flight to go back home. Oh, so you were going to quit? Yeah, I, 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 wow. I, I, it was like, you know, missing, right? Like, because uh, my whole life was back home. But here it's like, you know, I, ha I have to start everything all over again. Yeah. So, how, so, so you almost quit then and you almost yeah. went back home. Yeah. So what, what, what was the deciding factor for you? What made you? Yeah, I mean, you again, so again, the financial responsibility, mm -hmm. because, you know, back home um, at that time, still I was paying my debt. Yeah. So still I haven't completed paying my debts. Yeah, that that was the first year when I was in like doing my job. Yeah. So I was I, I had this responsibility. So if I go back, <coughs> I, I just went at least to see my family, uh, to you know see everyone, uh, to make myself like comfort. Um, then I said, okay, you know what? I gotta go back because I have to pay my debts. Because mm -hmm. if I don't do, uh, my family always lived in debt. Yeah. Which I told myself like you know if I don't step up. We're gonna live forever. That generate generational yeah, the curse, yeah. we can call it, right? Yeah, exactly. You want to break the chains, yeah. Yeah. And so, but you didn't start with real estate sales. You started with investing. Yeah. So what what uh, what sparked that for you? Yeah. So um, you know, like I was telling, like when I was working full time uh, in IT, I was trying different things. Like I drove Uber. Um, I, I tried e-commerce, different things. While I was trying, um, I came across. Uh, in some event, I don't remember exactly, a young kid, um, he, he was making pretty good income from a MLM company. And he says, you know, my whole life started with this book. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, nice. Me too. <laughs> my first book ever. Really? Yeah, Same 19 here. years old. I read uh, that. Until then, I never read any book. Wow. And when I saw this guy, and I, I knew about this book mm -hmm. before, because I, back home, I did network marketing. Mm -hmm. So... I knew about this book. I never read it. But when this guy, for some reason, when this kid's saying that, you know, that helped him to change his life, that that was on Friday. And I, I picked up the book on Friday itself in the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, I finished the whole book. Wow. And I came out the whole new person. Okay. 
the biggest takeaway for me from that book is like assets liabilities yes and he talks about real estate rental properties or assets not mm-hmm. even home is a liability that's what he talks in the books yeah. right robert kiyosaki <coughs> and uh, he talks about all about rental properties so now i searched on google like how to invest in rental properties yeah. then I, another book pop ups uh, investing in rental properties by brandon turner the bigger pockets guy yes bigger pockets yeah, yes i love him so the, he, so that book literally like you know where the whole paradigm shifts for me like i don't need that much money because before that i used to think i need a lot of money to buy real estate mm-hmm. but f- after reading that book uh, by brandon i learned that i can house hack yes so v- that was like aha moment for me like oh i just need 5% down and i can buy two or three unit building mm-hmm. and live for free yes and this is in like 2006 16 when i started okay. uh, reading <coughs> so yeah that's that's how like you know I, i i literally did exactly what he told in the book go talk to mortgage brokers go talk to a local realtor um and i found a networking group who was um hosted by a realtor um so i i started to network and found out how all this how it works and i got my first house hack in 2017 where did you buy um at duplex uh for 102000 wow in windsor okay um i lived in one unit literally what he said like you know that came true it's like you know this other unit was paying for all my expenses yes yeah and just for house hacking if, uh, if people don't know what it is it's you you know you live either in the basement you rent out the top or vice versa enough to pay off your living expenses so you live for free yeah so so now so how did that so you do that it's a big accomplishment yeah you're new to the country and and you're now invested in the country. Yeah. So how how does that does that change your mindset after that? Heavily. Okay. Because you know the biggest expense for me was living. Yes. I I was paying like you know $800 plus utilities. I was like around 1200 1200 mm-hmm. right? And all of a sudden here I'm living for free. Yeah. Uh actually I was making like $100 cash flow. That was like pretty good for me. Okay, even better. Yeah. So oh now I I started to save up that income. Yeah. And at this point I'm already married uh, and um my wife started working she's making a like 1500 give or take so we were saying su- saving some more money because now I'm like you know um I I I was like on to this networking groups investing networking groups and bigger pockets reading lot of blogs and reading books I was like you know I made myself a goal like I want to buy 100 rental units by end of 5 years So that was my goal and then I was like you know what my what is my next step yeah. I got to save money to buy another investment property um so I started saving while I'm working on this first property and after 6 months I bought another one wow. so I continued to do that like mm-hmm. after the second one I ran out of money because for second one I have to borrow yes. already money so I'm like that's when again the books and the networking and everything help JVs yes. different options still I ran out of money because of the <laughs> 100,000 debt I was telling for sure. So so now fast forward before we get into the whole real estate sales side. Yeah. How many doors do you own? Uh now 44 doors. Wow. Good yeah. for you, man. How many properties is that? Um so um, pre-constructions are four. I'm not counting the domas doors. Um other than four pre-constructions, 15 properties. That's amazing. Yeah. That's very good. Thank you. That's inspiring. Thank you. Yeah. So for anyone out there who's you know thinks you you know the market market's hard to get into it's like oh it's way too pricey here you can do it yeah. there's so many options especially the Windsor Windsor market too yeah. right um now okay so let's jump into real estate sales so yeah. now i imagine wh- what got your interest 
shifted into like the sales portion. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm loving the real estate game. <laughs> Let me now become a realtor. Yeah, so honestly, my intention was not to become a realtor because, you know, I was into reading a lot of real estate investing books, re- yeah. investing podcasts, all those things. So I wanted to continue to invest more, um, do a lot of JVs, you know, get into bigger buildings. That was my goal. Uh, but uh, after my second property, now I ran out of money. And at that, this is like in 2017. Um, and my sister's wedding that I was telling like the responsibility was coming up in 2018 so and that was like I had to borrow a lot of money for that wedding and at this point like I did a two more JV deals uh, but still the real estate investing side m- my goal is just a cash flow for financial freedom so that is not really providing the active income that helps me to pay off my debts so that's when i started to think i asked my wife to get license so that i can pump in her some leads and i can continue to invest she tried she said like nope I, this is not for me yeah. please don't even force me yeah. so then i said like <coughs> you know I'm, I'm already getting into a phase where like this hundred thousand I, I it will take me forever and it will stop me continue to invest because you know that's a lot of active income um and i have I have like, you know, analyzed myself like, you know, do I want to continue stay in this IT job? Is this something that I see myself, you know, staying for longer? Or, you know, can I find some alternative that I can increase my active income so that I can pay off my debts, but at the same time feel a little bit more, you know, passionate because I was already like my passion for IT was already almost dying. And I knew myself like, you know, I'm more like a people person. So yes. I love talking to people, you know, I love, you know, helping um, all the similar agent, you know, successful agents skills that you have. Like I was, I I knew like I can do better at this. So that's what, that's where like it was in 2019, uh, 2018 when I started my exams. Um, I got my license in 2019, January 31st. This is like three and a half years ago. Um, and that was the point where, Either I can continue to do part-time um, or quit the job and do full-time because here I have this huge mountain of debts that I want to pay and I want to pay as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So I was, the more I networked with people who are doing successfully, everyone suggested only one thing, which is go all in. You know, yeah. like Grand Cardone says, go big or go home. Yes. So that's what I told myself. Like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to go all in or just... You know, be, uh, try it out for one year. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, if I can cannot double my salary, I'll quit. Yes. I'll go back to the IT job because, you know, I can find an IT job not that hard. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I got in. And I imagine you doubled because you're still in it. Yeah. So, first year, actually, my goal was to double the salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly, I uh, quadrupled it. Oh, wow. Good for you, man. Yeah. Okay. So, let's talk about day one real estate because you have no network. Yeah. You had no network. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You, your wife. Yeah. No family. Maybe, maybe just a networking group you're a part of. Yeah. No family here. Yeah. So you're like behind most. Yeah. Okay. And debts. And So debt. no money to invest. Okay. So, so now, right. So let's talk about like your first, first in real estate. Now, what are you doing? Are you looking into like, how are you getting started as an agent? Yeah. So for lead gen and all that. You know, I started my mm, lead gen process on the day I took my exam. Like I decided to take my real estate license. I started my lead gen because interesting, I, uh, which is um, I, 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 I was before I decided to take license. I read a lot mm. and I watched a lot of YouTube videos. So 
now um, kudos to my good friend jeff vibo from london this guy was already making videos at that time yeah and one video he made like that inspired me a lot like he said oh you know i was a veteran and i quit um f- there was something happened and he became a realtor um and he made 100000 in his first year so he says how he made it and he used youtube as a source for you know social media and youtube so that was like oh that makes sense actually maybe you know i i i looked at myself you know i don't have that much of network because no family here no family friends you know no dad's friends who can you know buy or sell with me so i got to do something to have this uh, source of income <coughs> um so i started my co- producing content on youtube on that day like my first video i shooted is on the day i took my ex- uh registered for exam okay what was that video about um why i love canada okay <laughs> because that i couldn't think of any topics yes yes <laughs> if, if you go on my channel just look from the old dated like there is no proper audio it was just my wife taking on the phone that's cute and literally just few points that what i like like about canada mm-hmm. so how many subscribers do you have now now it's over 20000 that's amazing man okay so what was so there was youtube a source for your lead gen what yeah. was like were you cold calling door knocking so what were you doing i was doing nothing none, okay. none of this except um social media mm-hmm. um the youtube and also i i used to post the youtube videos on facebook and i opened my instagram account at that time so i didn't even had instagram account until then so i started just posting here and there on facebook and instagram and doing videos so the videos on there uh, and on top of it the biggest advantage that you know uh, i was taking is this networking events i used to attend like i'm a networking event junkie okay. like i go for like whenever i see a post somewhere investing real estate investing networking event i i'm there yeah no matter if it's in toronto london vancouver <laughs> I mean I didn't go that for that many events but mostly I used to go for every event even till the day. And and what would you say what what are some key tips for YouTube for example like we'll stick <laughs> stick to YouTube for a second. Uh what what works for you? What kind of videos work for you to for lead gen? So if anyone looking out there to get into YouTube space, what are the type of videos that they should focus on? Yeah, very very good question because you know um YouTube is like you know YouTube right like it's you So I learned that from my early in the phase so mm, I started doing who I am like yeah. my story mm-hmm. what I think about my city mm-hmm. the city I'm living in I I even did like some street uh, walkthroughs okay um what I think about the city what I think about each neighborhoods um what uh, what is my real estate portfolio you know how did I my I do my first investments so it's all about like me what I'm doing you know what I'm learning and who I am I t- I share about my story as an immigrant you know all those like so overall it's it's m- me that I uh the journey that I'm going through I'm sharing that journey and the lessons I'm learning I'm sharing those lessons yeah so that's what I would suggest because you know when you're trying to do videos that are like more like a sales mm-hmm. n- nowadays no one is caring yes so you know wh- why do we even bother you know doing those kind of content yes um So you stuck to the authenticity side yeah. being you. Yeah. Which is huge and and any platform you're on. Yeah. We stress that all the time. I'm big on that too. I don't have YouTube though. But maybe I should start one. We have one here with yeah. this, but maybe my own mat one. Are you still so your growth 20k subscribers is a lot. That's hard on YouTube. Yeah. Right? 
that just came through you being you? Yeah. Are you doing real estate focused videos? Purely. Purely real estate Purely focused. Real estate. What are some examples? Um, you know, Windsor Tour. Okay. Um, here's the five things I love about Windsor. Mm-hmm. Um, pros and cons of Windsor. Yes. Um, and here's my story. And here's m- how I got into 100K debt and how I was able to get out. Those are the good ones. Yeah. Those are the big ones. What are, s- what are your five favorite things about Windsor? Five great things. So, f- first of all, it's uh, many people think it's a smaller city. Yeah. It's not really a small city. Mm-hmm. It's like 400,000 population. Yeah. And that has access to one of the biggest city that is in U.S., Detroit. Yes, yes. And that's coming up quite a lot because of this electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. And now we have EV plant coming. And also have a, one of the biggest university, University of Windsor. Um, yeah. And the Riverside. That's beautiful. Like, that's my favorite spot. Like, I go for walking, biking yeah. every day. And the cool thing is, like, you don't have to, like, in, you know, Toronto, like, we were talking off, off the video, um, the, the traffic. Yes. You know, for, I, I, I can go from one point to another point of the city in 15, 20 minutes. Amazing. So, those are some of the I don't my know what favorite. That feels and like. the prices and the average price, you know. St- yes. the, the, I was lucky, you know, I, I, uh, it was desti- in my destiny. Like, I, I was in Windsor and, like, I'm still in Windsor heavily investing because the prices, like, if I was in Toronto, probably I would not even got into real estate, I guess. Yeah. Because it's a smaller city, the price points were, you know, much affordable for yes. someone like me who has no money. And so did you just end up there? Yeah, it was a, it was a destiny. Like, That's uh, very so cool. When I, I was in Toronto. That's mm-hmm. why I still have my Toronto number. Um, I, uh, after my graduation, I was desperate for a job because my debts were cooping up. Yeah. So it took me like six months and finally <coughs> I got a job offer in Windsor. Ah. So I'm like, I don't know where is Windsor at that point. Honestly, I literally Googled Windsor location. Yes. Um, but you know, hey, I, I cannot wait anymore. So I need the job. Do you believe in destiny and like a lot and like the like some Many. other forces that play yes. manifesting a lot a yes. lot a lot have you read thinking grow rich yeah my course. favorite book that's my second favorite one. that was that was one that changed my life yeah yeah just the power of the subconscious but man you're a, I can I can see that you're like that because literally the speed in which you've grown <laughs> takes a certain mindset yeah confidence especially in your position so I want kudos to you. Thank you. For where you've come. Thank right? you. That's, that's amazing. And now you're with EXP? Yeah. Okay, so you've been a realtor for three and a half years, you said. Yeah. And you have a team. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And you're an icon agent. Yeah, if, for all three years. Wow. So if you don't know what that is, guys, re- re- look that up. That's a massive accomplishment. Um, so now let's talk about just your real estate business in general. Like what are your main kind of, you know, st- areas that are killing it for you yeah so um, first of all from my day one i was focused investor focused mm-hmm. okay. so I, I named myself as an investor focused freedom agent so you niche down right away yeah okay because i was again you know that was my destiny freedom I, agent yeah i like that that's what i call myself very cool because you know I, I worked for my financial freedom okay and which you know thanks to god uh, i got my financial freedom through real estate investing mm-hmm. um so now I, I want to help, you know, hundreds of people, thousands of people. Millions. Millions through real estate, you know, how they can achieve financial freedom. So that's, uh, yeah. And uh, thankful to my team. Now I have like five agents, um, three assistants um, with a marketing team and all. Like, so it's, it's, it's going very well. So we are helping like last year we helped 175 
um you know homeowners in to invest in real estate wow. probably out of the, out of that like at least 150 or investors and rest of them are sellers yes yeah so i'm on my mission to help other people to achieve financial freedom that's amazing thank you i'm uh kind of blown away at what you've been able to accomplish and even the real estate business in three years to have that kind of set up the team reaching icon status in are you solely focused on windsor yeah so windsor's your baby windsor is, yes i think do you have, do you have kids not it i think your first kid should be named windsor <laughs> i love that <laughs> <laughs> i think this is part of the destiny I'll plan that here. to my wife the, i hope she, what's her name mamata mamata just give it give it a, some thought okay let's sleep on it for a bit you know that has a deep <laughs> meaning actually <laughs> right yeah yeah that's not bad at all not at all so um your take on the current market let's say like mm-hmm. let's talk about windsor specifically because yeah. you are the windsor guy mm-hmm. right with everything happening where do you see the windsor market in, like let's say the next year or two i see windsor is growing okay because you know they just um uh inaugurated for ev battery plant mm-hmm. um the bridge construction is still going on like additional bridge we have like one tunnel and bridge they're building another one and um the mega hospital that is like in stage two right now yep. they're you know, just this three, pro- three projects itself is like almost 10 10 billion projects um which is bringing good amount of people into the city for jobs and also detroit is coming quite a lot like i i have seen i have like last year we helped at least 10 clients that are like coming from us okay. who has h1 visa they work in us but they live in windsor because you know they have like all the health benefits and they can become citizens because they have got permanent residency here and also citizens who are uh, in canada they can work in us so the job market there is growing so personally i strongly believe like windsor is uh, coming up quite a well and there are a lot of duplex opportunities triplex opportunities multifamily yeah i would not say there is a <coughs> lot of opportunities because the inventory is pretty low in the small multifamily area yeah. um but definitely there is you know decent amount that you can definitely you know if you're hungry um you can find them that's what i invest in mostly like that's what most of our clients invest in like small multifamily area um it, they're pretty good in pretty good opportunities and is it safe to say majority are ca- have cash flow potential yes that's a big part right like you know mm-hmm. with this interest rates uh, yes. you know up and down like where there is a potential for the interest rates to go up you know if you're if you're uh, you know if you're coming with less investment you don't have too much of a financial stability if you're buying in you know bigger cities like toronto you have to have like almost million dollars to buy anything yeah. uh, except you're going for a small condo but your cash flow is almost like negative $1000 and adding 1% interest rate onto it or 2% interest rate onto it now you're even more minus whereas in Windsor you know um all my properties are positive cash flow mm-hmm. even like I just bought a building like before this the the price change happened yes. in April March I I closed in March which okay. is like at the high peak time mm-hmm. even that property is like now I'm renovating it once I renovate I'll be having my office for free because the other five units will pay pretty much all the expenses So the opportunities in Windsor like definitely if you do look for them right if you are paying for turnkey property obviously the cash flow is very thin mm-hmm. but um i i see this with the current time period in like the time we are in uh with the fear of interest rate going up there is definitely lot more opportunities right now for investors for who are savvy investors you know they're always like analyzing the deals if they yeah. get a good deal and this is the time where we are finding good deals. What let's let's break down a quick example. Um 
an average duplex goes for how much? Five hundred thousand. Okay, and so you can get like three thousand <coughs> if you're a little bit creative. Maybe do one short-term rental, one uh, f- you know long-term rental. You can even get three thousand five hundred, four thousand. There is I good see. demand for Airbnb. Yes. If you do or furnish rental. Yeah. Um, so let's go for three thousand, right? So five hundred k purchase price. What average? What property tax? What would you say? Property tax, give or take two thousand five hundred. Okay. Um, so all Insurance. All, what and kind of cash flow are you looking at? Let's even with the three thousand low ball. Yeah. So you're looking at like three to five hundred. That's amazing. Yeah. And then uh, on average, what do you think? Per, you know, per, year over year. Uh, increase in, in value. I mean, so last three, four years is an exceptional, right? It is. It's, it is. it's crazy. Um, but again, you know, uh, with the, with the growth that is happening in mm-hmm. Windsor, like it's it's crazy. The population growth has been immense, like mm-hmm. in last few years. So I'm seeing that will continue because you know, still the virtual work from home options are still a reality for many yeah. people now. Many companies are allowing for people to work. So uh, I'm predicting that will continue. So. Uh, with once the rates stabilize then we should be able to see at least you know three to five percent at least a year yeah. conservatively because conservatively. You know, not, not this crazy 10 15 percent over 30 yeah, <laughs> 30. yeah. like we, we, yeah. we saw that's amazing man yeah i think um windsor is a um it's a hidden gem you yeah. know i um i recently I, I didn't know you yet but i recently had a client that i referred For, out there okay and uh he purchased and he's super stoked and hyped I'm thinking for myself too now. Yeah, getting my wheels turning. Sure. <laughs> so you're always welcome. Yeah. Well, Mr. Freedom Agent, um, as we near the end here. Yeah. If you have maybe one piece of advice out there for whoever. Yeah. Uh, what would you want to say to them? Yeah, if uh, an immigrant with a you know a negative balance with zero connections, you know zero family background, zero knowledge, I didn't know what drywall it is, what you know all the work goes in. So if I can do it. You can do it. It's just you gotta put your mind to it. Focus. Put your blind spots. Like you know, just narrow your focus on. Keep learning and keep executing what you learn. You can do it too. Yeah, and there's a ton of resources out there. Yeah. That he leveraged and look where he's at now. You know. Yeah. So, pops, man. Thank you. And for all your new fans, because I'm sure you have a lot more now. <laughs> where can they find you? On Instagram, YouTube. It's my full name, Aditya Kumar Soma. Perfect. We're gonna we're gonna drop all your yeah. links and then the bios and everything, but it's been a pleasure. I love your story. Thank I love you. everything you you brought today. Um, super inspiring. I think you know for anyone out there that may might be stuck in a little bit of a rut, mm-hmm. they're probably fired up now. Yeah. So glad to hear. Yeah. So thank you for coming. We look forward to the rest of your journey. Sure. We look forward to seeing you keep traveling. Definitely. Because I do the same thing. Yeah. And um, to everyone out there, once again. Thank you so much for always tuning in and staying a consistent consumer. We love you. Please don't forget to tell all your friends, families, dogs, cats. Even if you have a chimpanzee, tell your chimpanzee. <laughs> but like, subscribe, share. This is the Price of Sell, the Price of Sell podcast, and we will see you on the next one. Peace.